0: Get this full audiobook for free by clicking now the link in the description. It's brought to you by The Book Guide. It took a long time to fall into such a state. Lack of care, over the years, would do that. It was now little more than a collection of materials. The shutters were askew, the wooden handrail had rotted and gone its separate way from the sloping steps. One of the upper windows was boarded up so that it looked like the place was winking at him, as though it knew something he did not. He cocked his head. Was there a slight lean to the house? Or was his imagination turning this into one of Honoré's nursery rhymes? There was a crooked man, and he walked a crooked mile. He found a crooked sixpence against a crooked stile. He bought a crooked cat, which caught a crooked mouse. And they all lived together in a little crooked house. This was a crooked house, and Armand Gamache wondered if, inside, he'd find a crooked man. After saying goodbye to Ren marie he looked again at the other car in the yard, and the license plate with the motto of Quebec stamped on it, Je me souviens, I remember. When he closed his eyes, as he did now, images appeared uninvited, as vivid, as intense as the moment they'd happened and not only the day last summer, with the slanting shafts of cheerful sunlight hitting the blood on his hands. He saw all the days, all the nights, all the blood, his own and others, people whose lives he'd saved and those he'd taken. But to keep his sanity, his humanity, his equilibrium, he needed to recall the wonderful events as well. "'Finding Marie, having their son and daughter, "'now grandchildren, finding their refuge in three pines, "'the quiet moments with friends, the joyful celebrations. "'The father of a good friend had developed dementia "'and died recently. "'For the last year or so of his life, "'he no longer recognised family and friends. "'He was kindly to all, but he beamed at some. "'They were the ones he loved.' He knew them instinctively and kept them safe, not in his wounded head, but in his heart. The memory of the heart was far stronger than whatever was kept in the mind. The question was, what did people keep in their heart? Chief Superintendent Gamash had known more than a few people whose heart had been consumed by hate. He looked at the crooked house in front of him and wondered what memory was consuming it. After instinctively committing the license plate number to memory, he scanned the yard. It was dotted with large mounds of snow, under which, Gamash guessed, were rusted vehicles. A pickup picked apart, an old tractor now scrap, and something that looked like a tank, but was probably an old oil tank, and not a tank tank, he hoped. Gamash put on his toque and was about to put on gloves when he hesitated and picked up the letter yet again. There wasn't much to it just a couple of clipped sentences. Far from being threatening, they were almost comical, and would have been had they not been written by a dead man. It was from a notary, asking, almost demanding, that Gamache present himself at this remote farmhouse at 10 a.m., sharp, please, don't be late, merci. He'd looked up the notary in the Chambre des Notaires du Québec, Maître Laurence Mercier, he died of cancer six months earlier, and yet here was a letter from him. There was no email or return address, but there was a phone number which Armand had called, but no one had answered. He'd been tempted to look up Maitre Mercier in the Sûreté database, but decided against it. It wasn't that Gamache was persona non grata at the Sûreté du Québec, not exactly, anyway— Now on suspension pending the outcome of an investigation into events last summer, he felt he needed to be judicious in the favours he asked of colleagues. Even Jean-Guy Beauvoir, his second-in-command, his son-in-law. Gamache looked again at the once-strong house and smiled, feeling a kinship toward it. Things sometimes fell apart unexpectedly. It was not necessarily a reflection of how much they were valued. He folded the letter and placed it in his breast pocket. Just as he was leaving the car, his cell phone rang. Gamash looked at the number, stared at the number. Any sign of amusement wiped from his face. Dare he take it? Dare he not? As the ringing continued, he stared out the windshield.